Sit back. What NFC East quarterback? Relax. In the movie Ocean's Eleven. Put on your think cap. What prized possession did Danny Ocean get ready for the show? In chemistry, what is the name of the principal? And here's your host. During what year was the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Kevin. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Think Cap Trivia Podcast. My name is Kevin, and it's my pleasure to be your host. For the first time ever, we are recording this live on Twitch. So for those of you in the chat, thanks for hanging out with us. And for those of you listening to the podcast, that'll explain any weird comments or funny things that we reference to the chat. So we're live on uh, Bushwhack Gaming's Twitch. So I want to thank him for having us. And it's the first time ever doing this thing live. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, last week, I introduced the fresh new ThinkCap Challenger series, and it was a big success. Typically, I'll do a podcast that's solo, and it covers 10 general trivia questions, their answers, and some fun behind-the-facts trivia. But like I said, we've got the Challenger series this week, and I came up with that idea after hearing feedback from you guys that you were hungry for a little bit of competition and that you wanted more ways to get involved with the show. And I got to say, the competitive aspect was definitely something that I enjoyed, and I hope that you guys did too. Um, if you didn't get a chance to listen to that last week, you can check out ThinkCap on the free parking feed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud. So let me run down the rules for how the Challenger series is going to work. This is a head-to-head style trivia game between two participants. I will pose 10 different trivia questions throughout the game, with each participant having the opportunity to answer first five times. If they get the question correct, they will earn 10 points. If they get it wrong, their opponent will have an opportunity to steal the question and earn five points for themselves if they answer it correctly. Whoever is answering first will have about 30 seconds to respond, while the opposition will have 15 seconds during their steal opportunity. To add a little twist to the game, in the case that a player would be mathematically eliminated from winning before they get to attempt all five of their questions, a seesaw question would be triggered. And okay, what's the seesaw question? Just like a playground seesaw where two participants go up and down by alternating, pushing off the ground back and forth, here they will go back and forth with their responses to the trivia question. The question will be trivia that has multiple answers, and the participants will go back and forth, naming answers to the question, and whoever fails to produce a correct answer first will lose the round. If the player who was to be eliminated wins the seesaw, they will earn 10 points and the opportunity to answer the next question first. If they lose, the game will be over. In the event of a tie at the end of the game, the seesaw question will also act as a tiebreaker. If the seesaw question is activated mid-game and the score still somehow ends up tied at the end, there will be one more question that will be closest without going over style, where the second challenger will have the first stab at it. Challengers every week will be composed of fans who wish to be a part of the show or your favorite free parking personalities who want to test their wits. If any of you have interest in being a part of the competition, you can DM ThinkCap at T-H-I-N-K-K-A-P on Instagram, and I will add you to the list of prospective trivia talents. All right, so now that I have explained the rules for you, let me introduce to you our challengers this week. So first, we have Dan, who... I introduced last week as a coach at the University of Minnesota who is a huge Jeopardy fan and watches it almost every day. But this week, I can also introduce him as the reigning and first time ever Challenger Series champion. Dan, do you want to say hello real quick? 
Hey, Kev, thanks for having me back on. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I got to be honest, that win did go to my head a little bit more than I wish it did. Um, but I'll tell you, it really would be something special to take down this competitor considering the platform that we are on today. So I'm really excited to be back on. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. That's right. So uh, our second competitor will be Bush, who uh, for you of you on the stream, you're very familiar with him, but uh, he is a University of Delaware College of Education graduate, co-founder of Free Parking. He's a streamer, as you know, and an amateur golfer. Bush, you want to say what's up? Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Looking to take down Dan here. It's going to be tough. I listened to the last episode. Guy knows random stuff very well, so we'll see what we can do here. Awesome. All right. So, gentlemen, are you ready to put on your think caps and to get this thing rolling? Yes, sir. Think cap stays on. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. So uh, for you guys in the chat, I didn't mention this yet. Um, with the Super Bowl going on next Sunday, what I'm going to do is start with four general trivia questions, your typical think cap style questions, and then we're going to bring this thing home with all Super Bowl questions at the back end of the episode. So to start, we're going to have general trivia questions. Dan, you're going to be up first. Uh, because you are the reigning champion, you're going to have 30 seconds to respond to the first question. If you get it wrong, Bush, you will have 15 seconds to respond. So, Dan, we're going to start with you. This is question number one, and I will read it twice. Who was the first U.S. president to ever be assassinated? Once again, who was the first U.S. president to be assassinated? Okay, first one to be assassinated. I believe that we had three presidents that have been assassinated or three, I believe three have died in office. I think two have been assassinated. Um, obviously everybody knows JFK, uh, probably the most famous one, but, um, I believe the first one was number 16. I think that was Abraham Lincoln. So I'm going to lock in Lincoln. And Abraham Lincoln is the correct answer. Correct. With question number one, he was assassinated in 1865, 10 points go to Dan. All right, question number two. This one's for Bush. Question number two. What state borders Alabama to the north? Once again, what state borders Alabama to the north? All right, so I'm an off-the-cuff guy. I don't I don't think about it, so I'm going Missouri. Missouri right off the bat. I think that's directly above Alabama. All right, so Missouri is your guess, and that is... Incorrect. Damn Missouri is right. not the right answer. Okay. Uh, Dan, you have 15 seconds to steal. Ready, go. All right. So uh, I will say I was just in this area. I just spent a little time in Alabama this fall. And I also spent a little time right above it in the state just north up in Tennessee. Mm. Tennessee mm. is the correct answer. Tennessee is the right answer. So Dan will get five seconds excuse me five points stolen there um so after round one after the first back and forth here we got 15 seconds for dan and and a quick you're, you're quickly in the hole here bush how you feeling i'm feeling perfectly fine <laughs> bush I, I like the off the cuff uh trivia style <laughs> yeah off the cuff <laughs> it's a strategy that not many would go with but i yeah, like not you're sticking to it <laughs> yeah sticking with it i like it all right so let's roll into question number three now here this is back to dan you're going to get the first chance at it uh, question number three, Dr. Seuss created the first animated television ad for what automobile company? Once again, Dr. Seuss created the first animated television ad for what automobile company? Oh boy. All right. I, 
nothing is really coming to mind right now. Um, hmm. This is tough. Seuss, I believe, would have been back around the 60s is kind of when he was doing most of his deal, if I'm not wrong. But I, I could be wrong. Who knows here? Um, hmm. I got to believe it's an American company. Got about 10 seconds. Um, just I, I'm going to go with Chevrolet because I think it's something American. Chevrolet is your guess. And your correct answer is not Chevrolet. Bush, you're going to have 15 seconds to respond to this one. Ford, Ford, Kev. Ford. Ford is correct. Ford Automotive. If he's going to come at me that fast, I'm just going (laughs) to give you the right answer that quick. Ford is the correct answer to that I go Ford there, Kev, because Ford is like, you know, that's cream of the crop when you think of American Automobile. And when you think of Dr. Seuss and all that stuff, man, Ford is just the first thing that came to my mind. Absolutely. (laughs) Ford was the other one that was floating around. It was between Mm. Ford and Chevy. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. He's really a quick shooter. This is a different style. I'm not used to that. You know what? It's it's a little intimidating. (laughs) It wasn't at first, but now that he's getting them right, it's a little intimidating (laughs) to see him come out swinging like that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So uh, let's roll into question number four here. Bush, this is going to be your chance. You're going to get this one first. Uh, Question number four is future NBA star CJ McCollum led his 15th seeded school to a huge 2012 upset over a number two seeded program. What were the two schools in that matchup? One more time. Future NBA star CJ McCollum led his 15th seeded school to a huge 2012 upset over a number two seeded program. What were the two schools in that matchup? All right, so I don't quite, uh, as big of a March Madness fan as I am, I, you know, there's continuously rotating top programs. So I don't know. So I'm going to take a stab at it. Uh, I want to say Chicago, Loyola, whatever that was, but that was like a few years ago, not 2012. Um, So I'm going to go with 15 seeded Dayton over, uh, you know, top seed program Duke. Dayton Duke is incorrect. Incorrect. Dan, you want to, you have 15 seconds. You want to try and steal this one? I'll try. All right. I do love CJ McCollum for a bunch of reasons. He's one of my favorite NBA players, but I didn't really know him in college at all. Um, however, the last 15 over two upset I can remember was Florida Gulf Coast uh, taken down. I believe they took down Georgetown as the 15 mm. over two, but I don't think CJ McCollum was on that team, but. That's all I'm guessing. So let's see. FGC over Georgetown. And that guess is incorrect as well. So we have no uh, points awarded that time. Bush, I'll let you I'll you, you got you got half of it right. It was Duke. Number two seed of Duke went down to CJ McCollum's 15th seeded Lehigh University. Wow. Oh wow. Wow. Yep. What year was that, Kev? Do you know? 2012. 2012. Okay. 2012. Right. Yep. FGCU was a great guess there, Dan. That was a good one. Yeah, that's that was a, a fun tournament to watch, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. That was one of those schools that they completely benefited from that run in the tournament. Like their admissions skyrocketed uh, after yeah. that. They were unheard of. Mm-hmm. You know who who knew about FGCU outside of you know that kind of area? They were, mm-hmm. but they were special. That was a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. That was so. All right. So after that round, no points awarded to question number four. The score is Dan fifteen, Bush five. So digging back a little bit, Bush, I, I think uh, you'll get some momentum here going into the Super Bowl questions. Mm-hmm. So, Dan, you are going to be first 
at the first Super Bowl question. Uh, the question is, what jeweler is responsible for creating the new Lombardi trophy every season? Once again, what jeweler is responsible for creating a new Lombardi trophy every season? All right. I've got two that are floating around in my head. I don't want to throw them both out there because I do fear that if I get this wrong, uh, I don't want Bush stealing either of them. So um, I'm going to go with the one that I feel a little bit stronger about. I'm going to believe that the Super Bowl trophy is made by Cartier. Cartier is a strong guess, oh. and it is incorrect. Oh. Incorrect. Bush, you got 15 mm. seconds to respond. My guess for this is because all of the professional leagues utilize Jostens for their championship rings. Why not use Jostens for the for the Lombardi Trophy as well? So I'm going to go Lombardi Trophy by Jostens. Jostens, also a great guess, and that is incorrect as well. Unfortunately, the correct answer is Tiffany's. Ah, Tiffany's see, that was answer. you know after I had said mine and I was listening to him, I was like, you know what? Because my other one was Swarovski, but then I was like, oh, they're not fancy enough. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? If if uh, Goodell's doing one thing, he's at least splurging on a trophy. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. True. So each each Lombardi trophy is about seven pounds, and it create it, it costs about ten thousand dollars for them to make. Wow. All right. So no points awarded for question number five. We're on to question number six. This is going to be Bush going first here. Question number six. Only one Super Bowl in the history of the event has gone to overtime. What Super Bowl game was that or what teams were involved in the contest? Once again, only one Super Bowl in the history of the event has ever gone to overtime. What Super Bowl game was that or what teams were involved in the contest? My mind is pumping out smoke out of my ears right now. Um, I can see it because I have no clue. Uh, and uh, I I feel like it's just the most random Super Bowl ever. So let's go with um, my guesses here are going to be Packers. And Packers and. Oh God! Got to give me uh, something. Time's up. It's it's just not right. But let's just go Cardinals. They're they're both in the a, 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 NFC. Yeah, so that's that's, that's not work. correct. Doesn't yeah, work. <laughs> he doesn't gave work. you a couple extra a couple extra yeah. seconds to think about doesn't it. Work. So fifteen seconds to you, Dan. Oh man, I also am really struggling on this. Um, don't really have a good guess, but I I, I feel like. Uh, like what's his face? That kicker Vinatieri is like the only guy who would have like won it on mm-hmm. a field goal. So I'm gonna go mm-hmm. with Patriots and let's go uh, Titans. Patriots and Titans. They are both also in the AFC. So oh, it's also not gonna work. Yeah, not the yeah. best performance it's for tough. you gentlemen on that. Yeah, class. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey. If I said 28-3, would that? Uh... No oh, way. Really? No yes, way. Yep. Wow. Oh, my God. I didn't realize it was that recent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the Falcons blew a 28-3 lead to the Patriots. The Patriots came all the way back and won the game in overtime. Oh, oh I thought they won it in regulation. Nope. Yeah. See, I thought, I thought that would be fresh in your guys' minds, ready to oh, go. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Kev. Wow. Kev, you know what's funny? You know where I watched that Super Bowl? 
my house. I watched it with you, buddy. Yeah, it was yep. your place. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. I remember I was sitting there thinking, I remember like this moment, I had a thought go through my head. I was sitting there on the couch and I was like, man, the Falcons are really about to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> and pretty much as soon as I had that thought, it was all downhill for the Falcons. Those, <laughs> those poor Atlanta fans, man. I got they really haven't. One. They've just been disappointing ever since. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they. It's it's pretty much been downhill since I've had that thought. So Dumpster to uh, any yeah. Atlanta Falcons fans, I apologize to you guys out there. Um. All right. So Bush had the first stab at that question. So I believe we're back to Dan for question mm. number seven. Mm. Dan, what NFL team has the record for most consecutive Super Bowl appearances? Once again, mm. what NFL team has the record for most consecutive Super Bowl? appearances all right i'm between two teams here um i obviously there's a guy playing in tampa bay who comes to mind um right now you, you got to go with the you think patriots is up there but i with all the pay, uh, super bowls he's been to i don't know if they've all been consecutive um there's one other team from the 90s, the Buffalo Bills that's coming to mind too so i'm gonna go and i know the bills lost three in a row um, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. And the correct answer is Buffalo Bills. Well Buffalo done. Bills is the right answer. So your justification was a little bit wrong because they actually went to four in a row. Oh, did they? In the 1990, 91, 92, and 93 seasons, winning none of them. Yeah. You know who was winning some of those? Who my was? Cowboys, baby. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How about you that? Be. Huh? You <laughs> would be a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Absolutely. America's team, baby. Come on. Oh <laughs> this is oh, not boy. a uh, Cowboys sanctioned area. So <laughs> <laughs> the the opinions of my hosts do not reflect those of the, of the, of the, of the, the guests don't reflect those of the hosts. Oh, <laughs> um, Sorry, Bush. So this next question you're going to get, and it is a key question for you, because if you get this one wrong, you will be mathematically eliminated, which would um, trigger our seesaw question. So okay. you get the, you get obviously a, ch- a chance at this one. Dan will have a chance to steal. But if you don't get it right, just know that we are going to be doing our seesaw question next. So this is question number eight. The score is 25 to five. Dan and Bush will be getting the first stab at this question. Question number eight. Since Ray Lewis in 2001, there have been only two other defensive players to win Super Bowl MVP. Name one of those players. Once again, since Ray Lewis in 2001, there have been two other defensive players to win Super Bowl MVP. Name one of those two players. I'm between two players here. And you know what? I cannot remember in particular. Back in the day, I was a Patriots fan. You saw that in the group chat the other day. And the team that played against the Patriots and beat them a couple times. I think, I think Michael Strahan might've gotten the Super Bowl MVP, but on the other hand, I'm like, maybe Richard Sherman. I, I don't know. About 10 seconds. I saw, so I think I'm going to go with Michael Strahan of the New York giants. I think it was 2008 against the, against the, uh, the new England Patriots. And Michael Strahan is incorrect, unfortunately. That was a good guess. I think Eli took home the MVP in both of those seasons. Did he? Okay. I think he did. But, Dan, all right, you got 15 seconds going up to you. Ready, right. go. There is one that I feel pretty good about because he he 
just absolutely carried his quarterback who was just too old to do it for himself. Uh, Von Miller, I believe, won it uh, with the Denver Broncos and I think 14, giving it to Peyton. That is the correct answer. So Von Miller did win it. The other one, which I actually covered in one of my early ThinkCap episodes, was for the Seattle Seahawks, Bush. Um, You mentioned Richard Sherman. It wasn't Sherman that game. It was actually Malcolm Smith, outside linebacker who pretty much just happened to have an interception and a fumble recovery during the game. I mean, he's pretty much been like a journeyman since then, but it was like such a defensive performance and they just had to give it to the guy who made the most plays on defense that game. So Malcolm Smith is actually the other one, but uh, way to get Vaughn Miller there, Dan. That was good. Yeah. Well, I certainly wasn't going to get Malcolm Smith. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Bush. So now you are hanging on by a thread here. Yes, sir. You've got, we're going to go to the seesaw question. Uh, you are going to start. And if you get it wrong, game's over. If you get it right, you will get the first chance at the next question and the game will go on. So you guys ready for this? Let's do it. Okay. All right. So the seesaw question, name as many NFL teams that have never won a Super Bowl as you can. Name teams that have never won a Super Bowl. Bush, we're going to start with you. Cleveland Browns. That is correct. Dan. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. That is correct. Bush. Los Angeles Chargers. San Diego Chargers. Chargers franchise is correct. Dan. Houston Texans. Texans is correct. Bush. I can't remember if he won it or not against them. Tennessee Titans. Titans. Is correct, Dan. I don't believe the Jacksonville Jaguars have won one. Jaguars is correct. Bush. I'm going to go with the New York Jets. The Jets is incorrect. Incorrect. Now, I don't have that off the top of my head. I'm going to look this up. I uh, I believe that they won Super Bowl three, didn't they? Wasn't that a three? Joe? I think that was Broadway Joe. No way. Nineteen sixty nine. The New York Jets, led by quarterback Joe Namath, rocked uh, the sports world, defeating the, the Bolts, Colts. Colts by yeah. sixteen to seven. Sixteen mm-hmm. to seven. So that's the game. That's the game. Dan just won. Bush. Uh, how how are you feeling, man? Honestly, I was hoping you all right, go back to Dan, and if he gets it wrong, we'll go again. But I I, I concede. I concede. I, I, I'll bend the knee just for today until I return. I'm going to brush up on it a little bit more, uh, and I'll be back. I will yeah, be back. we'll be more than happy to have you back, obviously. Um, you guys who have been hanging out with us in the chat, I want to thank you guys um, for uh, your input as we went here. Dan, you, you got two in a row going here. How you feel? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling about as hot as I possibly could be right now. <laughs> I'll tell you, I was worried because knowing that this was going to be Super Bowl trivia, knowing that Bush is a big sports guy, I, I was a little bit worried. Um, you know, but uh, I think him firing from the hip really helped me out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed, it did. I'm going to come right, new so He knows his stuff time. though. He had some that I uh, that I didn't know, so he did a good job. Yeah, that was pretty good. So I actually did have two more questions. Um, ready to go. And since the Super Bowl is going to be this Sunday and we're going to be releasing this podcast, I think I might as well roll these off for you. So these are going to be bonus questions for you guys. Uh, if you just want to shoot at them, 
by all means. The next question was going to be, how many points total were scored in the lowest Super Bowl of all time? Once again, how many total points were scored in the lowest scoring Super Bowl of all time? Uh, I've got two guesses here. I'm going to start with 16. Is it a 13 to 3 game? 13 to 3 is right, Dan. You got it. That was what? Uh, 2019 Patriots Rams. 13 to no 3. No way. That stinker from two years ago. Yeah. No, that, that was right a terrible that. Super Bowl. Terrible. Super Bowl. Yeah, that yeah, was, was one of those ones where everyone gets all hyped up for the game. You know, you yeah. got your you got your beer, you got your chips, you got your salsa, yeah. you got your dips, and you just sit there and you're like, Yeah. The commercials weren't even good, you know? No. No, they weren't. I remember that. Yeah. Low scoring game and the commercials sucked. There were no redeeming qualities to that Super mm-hmm. Bowl. No, mm-hmm. no. So, all right, this is good. this was going to be our last question. Um, question number ten would have been: What NFL team became the first to ever visit the White House as part of their championship celebration in 1980 with an invite from President Jimmy Carter? Once again, what NFL team became the first to ever visit the White House as part of their championship celebration in 1980 with an invite from President? Jimmy Carter. So if any of you guys got this one, let her ride. Bush, you got any guesses here? 1980. So I was literally, I was thinking in my head, oh, Super Bowl three, let's go Jets. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to go way back, but obviously I was 69. So let's go 80. Let's go with, uh, uh, did the Cowboys get anything in the 80s? No, we are 70s and 90s. 70s and 90s. Okay. So I think I'm then I'm going to go with, uh, Go the West Coast squad. Let's go with uh, eh. Eh. let's just go with the Patriots. We'll just go with the Patriots. I know it's not right, but uh, Patriots is incorrect. Dan, you want to take a stab at it? I will give you a hint. It is a team in the AFC. Oh, well, I you know wait wait wait. I don't think this is an AFC team, but my 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 guess was the Bears. Um, but that's not right, is it? It's an NFC nope. team. Yeah, um, I'm just, just going to tell you guys, since both of you were incorrect, Foley in the chat was correct. Foley yeah. just came in with the answer. The Pittsburgh Steelers yeah. were the first team to ever. They were the first ones invited. Wow. The Steelers. Wow. Steel curtain. Who's wow. inviting the Steelers? <laughs> Dude. President Jimmy Carter, apparently. <laughs> oh. No wonder why his ratings were so low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All right, guys. So I'm going to wrap up this podcast. Um, I want to thank both of you for joining me. I want to thank everybody who was hanging out with us on Twitch for being a part of this. Um, If this is something that you guys who are listening to the podcast would like to be a part of, again, you can DM me on Instagram, thinkcap, at T-H-I-N-K-K-A-P. I'll get you on the list. We're going to be doing this every couple of weeks. And uh, Dan is still our reigning champion. So if you want a chance to take on Dan, uh, let me know and I'll add you to the list and uh, we can potentially get you on here. So uh, any parting words from either Dan or Bush here? Absolutely. Dan, very proud of you, man. Thanks for being a part of uh, the free parking community here and supporting us all the time for real. And uh, I was really happy to have you guys on the uh, stream today. Kev, I appreciate you too, man. Hey, appreciate everything, guys. Kev, you know I love coming on here. Thanks again for having me on. And Bush, study up. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's looking like that's going to be your uh, your trademark phrase here, Dan, going into it. So, all right. Uh, for those of you guys listening, I uh, will see you the next time we release one of these and take care.